Today's Av Masechus Psachim, Dav Kufyu Tess. Back on Dav Pevav, on page 86 in Masechus Psachim, we discussed the principle of our Mishnah on Amun Beis that we have today. Ein maftirin achara Pesach afikomen. You're not supposed to have after the Pesach afikomen, which the Gemara has a debate what exactly that is, but some kind of after food, after meal that you eat, after you've eaten the Korban Pesach. The angle of needing to eat afikomen is what we discussed then, the angle of needing to eat it on a full stomach, a la sova. So let's discuss another important halacha related to afikomen, which is about what is actually permitted, is are there anything that's permitted to be eaten afterwards? So let's take a step back and try to understand what is the idea of this halacha, that it's you're not supposed to eat anything afterwards. So there seem to be five different approaches in the Rishonim. The Rashbam and the Ramban explain the concern is that people will leave their meal until after eating the Pesach and then what's going to happen the Pesach meat will be hastily consumed because we don't want to get, just get to the meal so the person is going to eat the, eat, the, eat the thing eat the Pesach and then the Pesach is not going to be eaten alasova because it's going to be hastily eaten. So according to this approach, there actually be no issue with having something that's not considered eating afterward, such as chewing gum, for example, because you're only doing it for the taste. The second opinion is the Ran. The Ran says that it's tied, this issue of Ein Maftir Nachar Pesach is tied directly to the taste. So if you eat the Pesach so early on, you might forget that you even ate it. And then what might happen? Chas Shalom, you're going to sit down somewhere else to eat some Pesach meat, which is forbidden against the Torah. Therefore, it should be, it should be the last thing that you put in your mouth. Third answer, the third approach is the Balmar. The Balmar of Zerachia Levi has an idea that this halacha is connected to halal. Since the eating spaces in Yerushalayim were quite cramped, people needed to, people needed to get out of the space they were to make room, perhaps, for other people. So they had to move from their spot. They go up to the roof, like we learned, go up to the roof to say halal. The Chachamim wanted them not to forget to say halal. So they forbade dessert. Can't have a dessert because you might forget to say halal. Afikomen after the Pesach, um, he brings the Balamar brings over there. He brings the Yerushalmi that the Isr Shtiat Yain. The Yerushalmi says that the, the we know in between in between cup one, cup two, there's discussion. Can you drink other cups of wine or not? So the conclusion is that between cup three and cup four, yet you're not allowed to have any cups of wine in between. Why? Says the Yerushalmi to make sure that halal doesn't get skipped. But eating may take place after halal. Once you've done halal, if the whole concern is that you're going to miss it on halal, once you've done it, you could potentially be able to eat even after, according to the Balmar. The fourth approach is the Me'iri, the base of Mechira, writes, he connects it to the idea of a ben chori, that a free person eats and then retires for the night. You don't go back and have another meal. We're full, we eat, not grabbing every morsel like a slave. Therefore, when this night we're like ben chori, we don't go back. And therefore, that should be the last thing in your mouth. Finally, the Rambam in Ochos Chametzu Matzah, Peraches Alachates writes, Uva Achona, the last thing you do, Ochal Mipsar HaPesach, Afilu Kezayis, even a Kezayis, Ve'eino Tom Achrav Klal, you can't eat anything afterwards after that. Ubizmanazeh, we don't have the Korban Pesach, says the Rambam, Ochal Kezayis Matzah, we know, we have the Afikomen, which wheat, wheat is the, is the Matzah. Ve'eino Tom Achareh Klum, we don't eat anything after, we don't taste anything after, Gedeshi, yeah. The 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 taste, the the taste of the korban pesach, the pesach meat, or the matzah should be in your mouth. Shachilatan the eating of them is the mitzvah. This final idea is what the Mishabura brings down. This idea of the Ramam and Simon Taf Ayin Ches Sivkat and Aleph. Therefore, one really should plan ahead. It should be the last taste. No chewing gum after, or like the Barahatev says, you shouldn't smoke afterwards. You don't wanna, you don't wanna do anything that's going to, that's going to cause the taste to, to be watered down or to go away, to dissipate. Of course, if a person is ill or needs a drink, 
whatever the drink may be, Mishabura Tafpe Aleph Sifkatan Aleph says, Bemakum Gadol, you can have a drink. But one should plan for this to be the final, the final act of eating. Perhaps we, we could say, that the idea of the remaining taste that person has to leave in their mouth, should that taste is supposed to remain person wanting. Supposed to, supposed to leave us wanting. We leave that score on pace is the last thing. Especially Bismanazeh. We can only have matzah. We hope to one day have the real Pesach taste in our mouths. We finish the Seder with the desire to one day, it's a tefillah, that what's in our mouth is like a hope and a prayer. Desire to one day again merit. Ein maftirin achara Pesach mamish. After the Korban Pesach, afikomen.